You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Well, if you haven't noticed, life on this planet moves quickly. Lightning fast for a lot of us. And it's tough to keep up with everything that's going on. And then you've got to throw the digital world into the mix. And that's moving even faster. Now, I don't know if you're keeping up with what's happening with AI. Some people don't even know what AI even is. Well, on today's podcast, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what is it and how does it help MetCredit with debt collection. On today's podcast, we'll be talking with the CEO of Findability Sciences, Anund Mahorkur, who joins us from his office in Boston. So tell me a little bit about Findability Services. What exactly is this? So, Bryn, uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me on this podcast. Uh, Really an honor to talk to you. Uh, So Findability Sciences is an enterprise AI company uh, which actually takes the use of uh, three components of artificial intelligence, the machine learning, natural language processing, and computer vision. So these are the three different branches of AI. So we leverage those three branches and we offer enterprise AI solutions to the cross-industry worldwide. So we serve retail, manufacturing, financial services, education, professional services, uh, and this service is being provided in United States, Canada, Japan, India, and Middle East. I have to ask this because some people uh, don't have a clue of what AI is. Can Can you kind of break that down a little bit for everybody? Yes, so, and it's a very interesting question, Bryn, because AI is in a way such a popular word now, but everybody uses it based on their own understandings. And many times I say that many times it sounds like five blind men trying to define an elephant. Uh, So so when it comes to really AI, I would like to demystify and make it very simple, is a machine which learns, understands, pursues, and solves problems. So this learning is an important element of a machine. So it's like a human child, right? We send it to school and it learns the basic language and basic subjects. Then it, after high school, branches out into a major. So same thing, the, you can get tech computers and teach them. So the learning is a very important aspect of artificial intelligence. So the, when the machine learns a topic, and then pursues reasons and then solves the problems that becomes artificial intelligence. Now you're based in the Boston area, but the way the world works now, you can be based pretty much anywhere, but why Boston? Is this where you started? Uh, Yes, Bren, Uh, I moved to Boston about 18 years ago. Uh, I'm actually born and brought up in a very small village in interior India. Uh, The then employer of mine had acquired a small company here in Massachusetts and they sent me as a pre-sales technical engineer uh, to support the sales team here in Boston area. I arrived here, worked for that company for a few years and then decided to set up Findability Sciences about 10 years ago. Uh, and that's the reason why I am here. 
Hey, t- tell us a little bit uh, about uh, the business and how it has started and how it has grown over the years. So, Brian, I worked in a data area for a number of years, or I call it as a content management, basically a structured and unstructured content. Uh, and while working on that, I got by listening to customers, by understanding requirement of various businesses, I thought there was a subject which was unaddressed by the, the software industry was ability to find information. And this word came to my mind about 10 years ago. Oh, ability to find information is find ability. Uh, and find ability, as you know, is not an English word. Uh, so I coined that nobody was using it when I Googled and researched a little bit that time. Uh, the findability word was used more in some biology, finding species in jungles or something. Uh, but there was no more context to that findability word in the world. And I jumped onto it. I said, I'm going to build a technology which actually improves organization's ability to find information. So basically, if I'm trying to uh, find find information about brain bit, the Griffith, then I can connect to internal data, external data, try to find information about him totally and then provide a unified view. So I started with this concept and I said, what should be the company name? Because ability to find information is an art and a science. So I said, this is, I'm going to work more on science. Uh, and the idea that time was the pain of search versus joy of finding. Uh, so created findability platform, which is a technology which connects internal, external data and gets all the data unified at one place. But Brin, this was a blessing because when the artificial intelligence started coming into the market around 2014, this unified data became the first building block of any artificial intelligence. Because therefore I explained to you that AI starts with learning. Right. Or AI starts with teaching a machine with some specific topic which needs data. So this findability is all about connecting the data, storing the data, unifying the data, and the AI sits on top of it. Now, when you get started here and you were trying to explain this to people, they must have thought, this is crazy. This will never happen. And yet here we are. Yes. In fact, uh, I don't know, Brian, if you remember, but uh, IBM Watson uh, had a show on Jeopardy uh, where the man and the machine contested on the Jeopardy show. And yes. in 2011, I watched that with my two little daughters sitting in the living room. And I myself left the living room saying that, I, I don't know whether this is a myth or this is reality, but fast forward in two years, I started working with the same Watson. And by the way, I was the one of the advisor, partner advisory board member of IBM Watson for three years. Uh, but yes, not only people, I also thought initially it was crazy, but it's all coming real, Brian. So were you able to point that out to people and you said, this is the yes. direction we're going here? Yes, and, and that's what happened. Actually, many of my contacts or customers, Brain, after six, seven years, they have come back and said, hey, you were talking about that? Now exactly that's what we want. And, and yes, now people are turning around and they're saying, we're probably four, five, six years ahead of the curve. Uh, but it's coming real in terms of what we thought and what we imagined. Our episode today is called Shaping the Future of Debt Collection. So I guess, how do we take what you've been working on, AI, and how do we put it towards Met Credit and the future of debt collection? How do these two come together? So, Ben, therefore, uh, if, we, if you talk about data and AI, these are two inseparable parts of uh, any business going forward. The first and foremost is that any business may be debt collection, for an example, it starts with data. 
So far, any decisions done on the debt collection were made by the human judgment. Okay, we got a list of debtors and we made calls to them and said, oh, looks like uh, John Smith is going to make payment and therefore I'm going to make a call to John Smith. But the data is now becoming too big and that is therefore it is called big data. Plus, as I just mentioned, that you don't need just the internal data. You have now access to enormous external data. And there are lots of crumbs available for you to make the joins and get some meaningful insights into that data. So once you have that data and once you can teach that data to machine, and typically it is a historic data, you can build memory with a machine. Once you build a memory with the machine, it becomes now beyond human capacity. For example, if you want to really remember facets of an individual data, human brain-wise, you can remember three, four, or five maximum. But computer can remember, in fact, not here, but in Japan, we are working on one of the use cases where there are 11,700 variables for every individual. 11,700. Wow. <laughs> now, one cannot really remember and take any human judgment on what to do. So where we started applying AI is to debt collection because A, it's a very data intense industry. Uh, you need to, lots of historic transactions, lot of historical behavior. And then second is you can take that history and start making predictions. So you can now know who is going to likely to pay you. So the way I explain is by using AI, you can know what happened, what will happen and what to do. So this what will happen and what to do is really a very useful information for any debt collector, which is going to reduce their cost, increase their customer satisfaction, because debt collection is not necessarily a very pleasant business. Uh, but still you want to make those customers very happy and make this whole transaction to be as pleasant as possible. So enhancing the customer experience is also very important. So if we, if I can tell someone that what will happen, is John Smith likely to pay on what to do? Should I make send him a text message? Should I send him an email? Should I give him a call? That is a blessing to the debt collection agency. And we build this solution using AI, which the companies like MedCredit are using it very effectively. And companies are seeing great benefits out of it. I'm sensing one of the greatest benefits is it's saving time. Is yes. that true? Saving time is because I, I keep saying that uh, time is not money, time is life. Uh, so yes, saving time is so important because if I'm going to make 27, so average industry standard, you may be surprised to know this, you have to make uh, about 27 calls to get one collection done. Now, if instead of 27 calls, if I can make this in say five calls or three calls or in two calls, yes, I'm going to save a lot of time and therefore the cost and therefore the whole experience also will be much better than me harassing someone by making 27 calls. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it must also be interesting to see whether or not the computers generated uh, assessment is actually going to be exactly like the person who you're talking to on the phone. That's got to be fascinating. Yes. So this, that we call it as a personalization. 
बिकॉज इफ कंप्यूटर असिस्टेड प्रोफाइल गिवज मी अ वेरी पर्सनलाइज एक्सपीरियंस टू द पर्सन विच आई एम कॉलिंग येस द रिएक्शंस आर डिफरेंट एंड एक्सपीरियंस इज टोटली डिफरेंट दैन यू जस्ट शूटिंग इन डार्क One of the things too about MedCredit is that they are known as being a technological leader, and that's what makes them stand out from a lot of the others. And they also embrace change. Are you finding that other companies are now embracing change at a quicker rate? Yes, I actually bring complement MedCredit team to be visionary, not just technologically advanced. Because technological advancement will come only when you could visualize that something is going to help you, and not look at it as a as a skepticism that oh this is not going to work. We are working in this industry for thirty years. We know what to do. So MedCredit guys are really great in terms of having that vision that technology is going to help. And yes, uh, number of things being changed in terms of the process, the way the calls are made, to whom the calls are made. And, and not only with MedCredit, but across the board with many other debt collection agencies we work with, they are seeing anything between 30 to 200 percent uptake in their collections, uh, and that's a great news for them, and that's a great news for their customers. Uh, so yes, we see a lot of changes after using AI. How much more can it grow? Like, can it just keep getting better and better and better all the time? Do you find that, and is that the challenge for you? Uh, no, it is actually. Uh, it is going to learn because the the basic of the ai is that it keeps learning right. it is not a one time learning and it has a infinite capacity of learning the patterns understanding nuances of the data and then providing the solutions accurately so yes it is going to further improve and really the sky is the limit because as i mentioned it's not just about me telling who is going to likely to pay or we call it as a propensity to pay but it's even enhancing the customer experience you can use natural language programming to provide very intelligent chatbot or intelligent answering machine give personalized emails to people so it will continue to grow so where it will happen see debt collection is increasing in the industry every year debt is increasing about 14% so it is not going down so it is not saying that oh people are not buying much or there is no much not much of debt Uh, so the debt is increasing and therefore the collection is going to increase and therefore the ai type of systems are needed to support uh, and they will continue to grow because it's not just one aspect we can bring multiple aspects in the collection process in terms of giving personalized experience to both customers and their customers i struggle with my home computer or my ipad trying to get my head wrapped around everything I- i'm also sensing here that the more data that you put in the more you get a better assessment coming out is that fair yes yes so data is a new oil data is a new soil uh, the more you sow you are going to grow more things out of it so yes more the data is better and that will give you much better solutions and artificial intelligence actually can work better in terms of having large amounts of data so how could ai help met credit collect more overdue accounts generally speaking so it happens in three ways uh, personalization categorization and uh, specialization in terms of so when i'm saying personalization is you can create now saying x person is likely to pay that is a personalization categorization is now i can categorize that person whether this is a old date or a new date or it's based on the uh, area code or based on the type of date etc and then giving a specific service in terms of what is a opti- how are we going to optimize the operation so should we make a call or should we make a text message etc so these three things help a company like metcredit 
to really manage their operations effectively and collect more with less efforts. Uh, that's a very simple way of saying that how a company like MetCredit gets benefited by AI. When you think about sitting on that couch watching Jeopardy that one time, and now you see where things are now, is the sky the limit here? Uh, yes, I would say sky is not the limit because uh, it can go. Because what we as a computer engineers are trying to do is to enhance human capacities with machines. Because, uh, Brin, let me give an example. We wanted to see far away, so we invented binoculars. Uh, we wanted to f go to other country or other part of the earth. We invented aeroplanes. So what we did is our senses. So like we can walk, we can talk, we can see, we can hear. We have enhanced each of these human capabilities with the use of science and technology. What we didn't do so far, which is what AI is doing, is enhancing our brain capacities. So how human, or like we call it as a cognitive technologies, as a how human brain can understand something and respond to it, we are trying to pack that into a machine. And just imagine if we succeed, then everything what we do is going to be fall, is going to be fall short. We want something more, we want something more, we want something more. So there is no really limit in terms of where we can go with this. So how much better can this make things for debt collection? Can it just keep going and going and going? Yeah, so really what is a debt collection business? They want to collect the money effectively, fast, and at a least cost. So it will not go away totally saying that, okay, they, can't, they can collect now money at zero cost. It is not going to happen that. But they can definitely do this with least resources, with most time effective, and enhance profitability for themselves and their customers because always these debt collection agencies are working on behalf of some customers. So it is not only their interest, but their customers' interest is also most important. So the customers are going to collect more money and so that the debt collection agencies are going to get more business, but they're going to do that business in less manpower and a faster time. We've talked about how MedCredit's on board and how they're, uh, they're certainly one of the leaders in this area. Do you find it frustrating when other companies don't kind of see it yet, or do you just think it's going to get there? Uh, they're going to get there, but and that's the reason I talked about the vision, right? Because yeah. not necessarily all the companies may have that vision, and they may have different opinions. But we're in working in this industry for 10 years and considered as one of the leaders in the industry worldwide, I see it is going to be unavoidable for any company. Uh, that AI is going to be part and parcel of our lives in practically every business you take. Because just imagine in form of a phone which you have in your hand, how much AI is packed into that now? It's, it's unbelievable what it is there. So AI is going to come into every debt collection agency, whether they take it today or tomorrow or day after tomorrow, it's just a matter of time. Uh, and yes, sometimes it is frustrating, but we are very confident. We are a very patient company and we have been innovating and making companies more successful that they will turn around. One day they will come back and say, yeah, yeah we, we were a little late, but we want to use it now. So, How important is it to tell them that their phone has already got AI going for it and all of a sudden they go, oh, really? It's got to be an eye opener for everybody. Yes, and that's what we take the example. I mean, so we can show AI now practically into many, many things and... Uh, they, they, they get it, but what happens is that when somebody has done some things in some way for 20, 30, 40 years, the change becomes really very difficult. 
So I keep telling that the digital transformation is not a topic of boardroom discussion, but it is a topic between two of your ears. So it's your yeah. own thinking which has to change, uh, and, and that's more important. See, I have that problem at home when loading the dishwasher. I've been doing it the same way now for forty years, and I'm told that uh, I better learn better better ways of doing it. So maybe I need a little AI help as well. Yes, it will give you eventually. <laughs> Is there anything else that we should be passing along to everybody? Because this is fascinating stuff. Oh, so, so, Ben, just to conclude, uh, what I would say that uh, every company has to first become a data-centric company in the new world. Uh, they are, but they are a data company. They are not data-centric company. They have been using data only to know what happened. But they need to now start thinking that the same data which told them what happened can tell them what will happen and what to do. And AI is no way going to reduce employment or get rid of somebody's job or get rid of some function. It is actually going to enhance your capabilities of what you are doing, uh, get rid of a lot of uh, non-productive work and make it efficient to run businesses. So companies should become data centric and then adopt AI is going to be my message to all those who are listening to this podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode of Overdue Advice. A big thank you to Anun Mahorkar for joining us with his time and insight on this podcast. Now, if you're interested in more information on one of North America's fastest growing AI companies, it's easy to track them down. Just go to their website, which is findabilitysciences.com. It's also easy to find us too. MedCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, at MedCredit. You can also check out Brian Sommerfeld's blog. That's easy to find. It's blog.medcredit.com. It also includes numerous helpful tools and calculators to help you assess your business debt risk. We also want to hear from you, too. So subscribe, like, or leave us a review on this or any of our podcasts. And make sure you share this podcast with your friends or business associates. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Bryn Griffiths. run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. So call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.